north where the air gets cold There's a tale about Christmas that you've all been told And a real famous cat all dressed up in red And he spends the whole year working out in his sled It's the Blue St. Not just dance a little bit, or at least bob your head, listening to the Beach Boys. Little Saint Nick. Little Saint Nick, uh, in uh, his swim trunks and a <laughs> surfboard, I believe. I, I'm not so sure if that's historically accurate. Maybe not, but he must have to uh, don some cooler clothing when he gets down to Australia because they're in the middle of their summer down there. So uh, it might be a little bit hot for that first suit that he wears as he's uh, delivering gifts. Well, certainly Santa Claus based on an actual real saint, St. Nicholas, right? And today is his feast day. It is his feast day. Now, he lived uh, many, 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 many years ago. But people often wonder, and kids especially, too, you think about this, that how can these saints, these very holy people, have any you know understanding of how difficult it is to live in today's society they didn't have technology and internet and access to so many things that are draw you away from the lord but saint nicholas is a man for all seasons too apparently so i thought today on the second cup we'll talk a little bit about this saint and how we can all live like St. Nicholas in this modern world. Yeah, I don't think uh, charity and and almsgiving ever go out of style, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. So one of the stories that uh, seems to have just survived through the years, centuries, I mean, centuries now that since St. Nicholas walked the earth. And Julianne Durko talked a little bit about this, too, in her show, Your Next Mission from God, is that he had a bit of a temper. Now, he was part of the Council of Nicaea, Right, Nicholas was. And whether it was Arian himself or a heretic, apparently the discussion about the faith got so heated that St. Nicholas got a little hot under the collar. He gave that heretic a bit of a punch in the face. Yeah, well, I think that I was reading that that legend actually has grown over time. Yes. And they're, they're not quite sure Absolutely. if it really actually happened or not. But we found out that there's actually evidence of it in the remains that they found, right? That's right. Julian Durko talked a little bit about this. And when his body was exhumed and it was moved because there was a, a flood that was happening where his remains were, so his body was exhumed and moved, they did a review of the bones of St. Nicholas. And the researcher found that there was a healed fracture of his nose. So at some point in his life, St. <laughs> Nicholas had broken it. I mean, and you think, not the cartilage, but the bone itself, because yeah. that what remained. And they could see that the bone itself had been healed from a previous break. So maybe St. Nicholas uh, was a scrapper. I don't know. Well, it's certainly, uh, you know, we're supposed to uh, uh, correct the ignorant, right? So sure. he, he was certainly fulfilling that that responsibility that we as Christians have, um, whether that was directly with a a Arius or, or another Arian, I, I think is up for debate. When we get to the other side, we can ask him. We'll right? ask him for sure. <laughs> That'll be on the top of my list. And now the reason why this story, though, holds and it's important for our second cup uh, discussion today is because... All of us at some point, and some people more than others, suffer from that hot temper. You lose your cool, whether it's in the car going, you know, home in your commute, you get cut off, you get in an argument with somebody at work or in the community. 
for defending our faith. It happens. It yes. happens. You do. You lose your cool. That's a reaction. We're human. All right. But we can emulate St. Nicholas in that. I'm sure he was not proud of that and probably not too happy that that's been a story that has over the centuries maintained the you don't have to be perfect to be a saint right you, it, saints are not perfect people no not at all far from it with many of them and so for all of us that's what makes being able to emulate and model after the saints a real thing to be able to do because as julie says in her show sometimes they got it wrong even before they got it right. But you think of all the saints with hot tempers. I mean, oh. St. Jerome comes to mind. He yes. evidently was very hot tempered as well. So, yeah. It, but I think the thing is, is realizing you've got a problem with it and relying on the Lord to overcome it. Sure. I remember the stories of Padre Pio. He was a bit of a curmudgeon. And uh, he used to be maybe a little grouchy because the oh. uh, souls in purgatory would sometimes come and ask for prayers and he would get mad at them. <laughs> and so he said, mass today, I will say for you and you do not come and visit me anymore. Wow. He would be a little grumpy with them. and But he would follow through. He would pray for them for sure. So second on the list that I found from Alatea when they talk about how we can emulate St. Nicholas is that when you hear of someone in need, Find ways to help. That was the first thing I thought of. Because, Find ways to help yeah. because he did in that beautiful story mm -hmm. about him dropping money into the window so the farmer had money for the dowry for his daughters. That's why we we still do that tradition today of of a little a little treat in the shoe or something in the stocking. That's why. Because so, so now, if I understand this right, he dropped the money in and it kind of bounced on the floor into the shoes, and then they found it in the shoes or something like that? I'm not sure. That sounds pretty reasonable to me. Yeah, and uh, that, that was uh, St. Nicholas. He just, he filled a need. And so I think that that's important to remember. And even in uh, the show, the podcast that Michael Davis does, Social Justice, uh, Common Sense on Social Justice, there are these big world issues that we have to deal with in society. But all we need to do is one thing in our own neighborhood, just to help one person in your own neighborhood. There was a, a gentleman in our neighborhood who, who suffers from some anxiety, perhaps PTSD. We caught him once on our ring camera. He came up to our door and he took something off of our porch. And when Scott went out and looked at it, it was wood. We have a wood pile on our front porch and he has anxiety about being indoors and he just lives up in the neighborhood. So he sleeps outside. So Scott found him and talked to him and he said, all right. He said, I, I saw you do that and you took that from my porch and you shouldn't do that. He said, but now that I know you need it, you have my permission to come and take wood off of our porch. Wow. And so we've just come to know this person in our neighborhood. And just over the weekend, I watched him and he was riding his bike with, I think, uh, his niece or somebody in the neighborhood. And he parked his bike. He came up and he got a piece of wood and he went back on down because he had permission to do that. So if you can help somebody in need, I mean, that's easy for us to be able to do that. Right. And, and think about it. You could, it echoes through time. So that act of generosity that St. Nicholas did for the farmer and his daughters 
we're still trying to emulate that today. So that that act of kindness has a ripple effect that who knows how far it can right. go. Didn't Christ tell us to the poor will always be among you? That's right. So we have the Catholic Church. We have been taking care of the less fortunate for 2000 years. That is a part of who our mission as Catholics to do that. Uh, I kind of think like nobody does that better than the Catholic Church. We know how to take care of those in need for sure. And so did St. Nicholas. All right, number three. Number three now. It says here to trust in God's providence. Now listen to this. So for many people, it's just time these days is really difficult. The Christmas will be here. You want to have an, a nice event and have gifts, but inflation is making the dollar not go so far. So... The story, there's a story about St. Nicholas and it, it, and it comes from the St. Nicholas Center. And it says it's another legend about Nicholas in his hometown of Myra during a famine. A ship was in port loaded with wheat for the emperor in Constantinople. Nicholas asked for some of the wheat from the ship for people who were hungry. At first, the sailors refused, but Nicholas promised them that they would not get in trouble for sharing. So when the ship arrived at its destination, the sailors discovered that the weight of the load had not changed even though quite a bit of the wheat had been removed the amazing thing was that there was enough wheat to supply the town for two full years with enough for planting wow so like a multiplication of the loaves exactly that's amazing so never be you know if you you have somebody in need and you're still trying to worry about your own need Trust in God's providence. Do do what is set before you if you can, and trust that God, he's going to take care of the rest. Well, Drew Mariani is very fond of saying you can't outgive God. Yeah, for you sure. You can't outgive God. So be generous, emulate St. Nicholas, and oh, that's wonderful. I love it. So hopefully in today's modern world, you'll use some of those tips to be more like St. Nicholas, and we hope you enjoy today's Second Cup.